that was interesting. Yeah, that was a different direction. I did not expect that. Yeah, I'm... There was a lot more serious than there was not serious. Okay. Well, I guess let's get into it. Hey guys, this is your host, Marge, and you're listening to Hola Bichola. All right. Hey guys, this is Marge. What's up, San Antonio? And we, the time is here. We're finally here. We're watching the winning, winning time. time. is here. So. Winning time is here. So I guess first impressions, we just literally finished watching it like yeah. 10 minutes ago. Yeah, so we're just, this is like a first impressions episode. I mean, kind of serious. I mean, not entirely, but kind of serious. And I wasn't expecting that. I mean, I think it helped that we did watch Magic versus Larry Bird. <laughs> Magic versus Larry Bird today <laughs> as a refresher. Right, the documentary, that's the, right. So we watched that just to kind of um, understand a little bit deeper, maybe the magic dynamic and the magic glow. Yeah. Because Winning Time comes in where the Lakers are being bought by a new owner. That's right. Magic They're, is coming in from he just, Michigan. He just finished beating Larry Bird in the finals of the NCAA championship. Yes. Mm. And so we're pretty much coming in on that. So But really what it's like paying a lot of attention to, like like March was saying, we went in and it's more about everything else except basketball yeah it was about everything else yeah and honestly i'm intrigued i'm a little more intrigued than i thought i would be because i was expecting i mean it was kind of how'd you feel about the pacing actually i thought it was an interesting um angle to go from so they basically started the episode by breaking the fourth wall it felt like every line was being, it was script line, fourth wall break, script line, fourth wall break. And it was new. Honestly, it was a little new. Was it refreshing for you? Kind of. Like being spoken to directly? Yeah. It was very like, it was almost like they were giving context per line. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is ideal situation. Right. So that was like, Wow. This is new, but I kind of like it. I actually don't know how I felt about the fourth wall being broken. It, I'm, I like the direction it took because obviously it was making the story go move forward. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily like to be told what to think when I'm watching a show. Mm. And while I get that maybe for the first episode, it was like good to give reference to people that are probably coming in like me, mm-hmm. not fully knowing like the legacy of Lakers. Like obviously I'm a basketball enthusiast. I love basketball. I watch it all the time, but I don't, and I only understand and know the Jordan legacy having lived it. Right. So to see the Lakers legacy, I'm familiar with all of the players, but I'm not familiar with like the behind the scenes, which obviously many, many enthusiasts aren't. Um, I mean, even diehard fans like, well, I guess diehard fans maybe would, but yeah, diehard fans of just the NBA. No, this is like new because I'm a diehard fan of the NBA. Mm-hmm. And even this is like, oh, this is like really new. There's a lot of information here. I did like know. the business side of it was a little fun. Right. And the fact that 
those faces that you were used to seeing on the TV screen, Mm -hmm. they weren't those people really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that was also interesting to see like who these players came to be. Right. And also seeing the turmoil and like what was happening behind the scenes. Because when you're watching the game, you have no idea what's going on in the locker room. You have no idea what's going on in like the offices, at the NBA headquarters, like whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's a big white castle that's a headquarter. (laughs) So that was really refreshing. I, I liked seeing the that kind of all come together. What I am very excited about is... Um, so there's one scene mm-hmm. where, um, Jerry Buss, Dr. Buss. Yeah. Yeah. John he, C. Riley's character. He's talking to magic at the restaurant. That's right. And they're looking at these like lounge singers and you know, it's, it's, it's part of the promo. It's part of the clip. And they're basically like, um, Dr. Buss is saying, you know, I would love basketball. Why can't basketball feel like a lounge singer? Yeah, like kind this of, is what he was saying. Like, you know, um, luxurious and sexy and all that stuff. And there's a great show. And really, and Magic was like, that's what it's like for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see that angle of basketball because that's what basketball has always been like for me. Just like cool, luxe, like swagged. Then I don't get with any other sport. Maybe soccer. I would say soccer definitely feels like swaggy to me, but I also don't fully know soccer. Having played it in high school. Long time ago. I also went into that not knowing anything about (laughs) soccer. She was still pretty intense, though, because I was there and it was intense. I was an adolescent. She she wasn't bad, though, honestly. (laughs) But, you know, those are the only two sports that I think of when I'm like, yeah, I want to be a part of that culture in mm-hmm. some in some way or another. I need to like be in it. So watching Winning Time, I was like, I need to, I want to talk about it. And who better to talk about it with some another basketball enthusiast? Yeah, no, and honestly, even as an enthusiast that's been one for a long time, um, I'm very, very interested in the kind of things that they're going to be showing in the show because we saw the like preview of next episode and stuff. So it's a lot of similar things. So what are you like um, hoping they're going to be coming with in the the next couple of weeks? Uh, I'm really hoping they really expand uh, Jeannie's role. So Dr. Buss's daughter. Okay. I hope they expand on her's role within the organization now that he owns it. Okay. And to see how she kind of came to be. Okay. The next owner. So um, maybe in this first episode, let's talk a little bit about who are the main characters we saw in this first episode. So that way, going forward, we'll like we'll have established who these characters are for our readers and myself. <laughs> so we have Dr. Buss, who is the new owner of the Lakers. The new owner of the Lakers. Then we have his daughter, Jeannie. Yep, who she actually asked him to join the organization. So, mm, he so did she not, motivated it. Yeah, he did not say, hey, come do what I do. Okay. Mm. And um, who's next? And we have Magic, obviously. Obviously, we have Magic, and there's a clear beef going on with mm-hmm. Magic and the current starting point guard who is uh, norman nixon norman nixon okay and uh for me one of the scenes that really distinguished itself was Mm -hmm. when they went to that white party oh yes Uh, yes 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 white attire (laughs) yes same mistake in the show uh white attire not white skin Mm -hmm. Um, and 
he went in and, you know, he was sort of at the top of his world almost, really. Mm-hmm. Like, he was reconvinced finally to reactivate magic, mm-hmm. put away Irving or Irvin. And then the guy, the Norman, Norman Nixon, he's having the beef with uh, magic. He's telling him, well, he actually doesn't tell him this is the first time they encounter each other. Right, because he's feeling obviously um, competitive yeah, and jealous of someone coming in fresh me coming in to take the spotlight absolutely so especially with all his smiling yeah <laughs> magic and, smiling and like his it's infectious mm-hmm. his 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 uh, his way of living is infectious honestly and uh that's something you learned through the documentary it was really cool uh but yeah honestly to wrap up that scene they start playing basketball at this party mm-hmm. and they play one-on-one and at first it's a little fun but then norman really kind of for lack of better words busts his ass yeah. He oh, does. yeah. He tops them. And uh, it just destroyed Magic. And, yeah. You know, we don't, if Magic's father wasn't what it seems like, who he is, mm-hmm. at least from this information so far from this episode, mm-hmm. we may have never even gotten Magic back to the Lakers to what it is now. And I mean, he's not the only one that played an important role, but yeah. for that sequence, I think so. Yeah, so we have Magic's dad also playing a pivotal role in yep. the first episode. Yeah, absolutely. And if, uh, I can't remember his name, but if, uh, for the listeners out there, this is Turk in the Daredevil series on Marvel. Okay. His name, his character is Turk, but every, so I think everybody knows Turk. Okay. So okay. that's who it is, if you want to put a face to a name. Okay. And so then after that, we have Cook. Right. That's who Dr. Buss is buying the Lakers from. From, that's correct. And then we have um, the... Jerry West. He's the head coach at the time of the Lakers. But he was. So it turns out, thanks to our producer, he told us... Thanks to Babe. To Babe. He told us that um, Jerry West was ac- is the the logo. He's the NBA logo. The, he's the NBA logo man. That's right. He's always been. I remember because there was a petition to make Kobe the logo after rest in peace. Oh, after he passed. Okay. There was a petition to make him the logo. Hmm. But and it turns out Jerry West is a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like honestly, the way. Dr. Buss is sort of handling Jerry West. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Yes. Like, I mean, only John C. Riley could play uh, Dr. B- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Will Ferrell. Like, yeah, honestly. Sorry, Will. I'm, I, I want to be you, on BMP, but like, it's just that <laughs> John C. Riley plays this role yeah, he's, better. Yeah, he's killing it right now. He's killing I'm it I'm believing right every minute of yeah. like Dr. Buss. Like, I really hope this is how Jerry Buss is. I mean, it turns out that Dr. Buss is also a doctor because he is like a physician for weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> right. That he makes mis- he, he got his wealth because he made missiles for the government. Fire the missiles. I'm dying. <laughs> so he fires the missile. No. <laughs> he made missiles for the government. And... That's where he built his wealth. And Mm -hmm. part of the deal that for acquiring the Lakers was half of it was assets. One Mm. of them included the Chrysler building. He just owned the Chrysler building. Right, because he just had a bunch of 
he just had a lot of like pretty go lucky right property that he would just like pick up whenever however he wanted i mean the show opened with him in bed with a woman mm-hmm. and then you realize he's at the playboy mansion yes that's how it opens and you're like oh this is the kind of guy Dr. Buss is. Well, yes, that's how we're introduced to Dr. Buss. That's right. Absolutely. Um, but it opens, the show opens with Magic at the doctor's office. Oh, I'm, that's right. Because I'm sorry. Because we that's all right. know what happens to Magic over time, which I'm not going to spoil it for y'all. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's, it's documented to history. According you can. Okay, guys. He had HIV. <sighs> I'm sorry. Has well, I the other day, a couple months ago or a couple of years ago, he's done enough transfusion transfusions that it's HIV is not showing up in his wow. lab results. So he's it's not present. I did not know that because he's been doing like blood transfusions for like the last twenty years. I that's the information I remember. That's how he stayed alive all this time. Well, he's probably like on like meds and stuff, but I think. Right cleansing his blood or something i mean that's pretty intense though and it can't be cheap that's what i mean it's like having but also blood transfusions again nothing i'm saying is factual this is all anecdotal i'm just remembering this will i look into this absolutely not Mm, i'm just gonna stay with this right now he did blood transfusions allegedly for entertainment purposes only (laughs) asterisk sorry magic So, so yeah, so that's how it opens. And then I guess picking up off of um, Norman Nixon playing Magic. Yep. Magic feels defeated and his dad gives him a pep talk. And then while this is happening, Jerry Buss is attempting to buy the Lakers from Cook. And he's like wanting to finesse him somehow, but he doesn't know how. Right. He makes an awesome metaphor as well. Which was? Which was? You know what I love about swans? Ah. Uh, he was right in front of uh, Cook's house. Mm-hmm. And he was going to talk about the deal because Cook called him over and he knew that he was about to get asked for the deal in cash, mm-hmm. all cash. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. his plan was to ruin the deal just to get at his ex-wife. This is Cook we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Who's the current owner of the Lakers at this time. And John C. Riley, so Dr. Buss, he's walking out and he stops. He's this is like he has a butler escorting him to the entrance. This is the 80s. And he has a butler escorting him. And there's these like trees that fall in line with everything. So he's walking towards the fountain. And then in this area that has like lily pads or whatever, there's some swans. Mm-hmm. And throughout, he's having like a narration and he's saying, uh, I know that Cook is trying to like stiff me on this deal, but, and then he pauses, he turns, and he's breaking the fourth wall the whole time. He says, You know what I love about swans? They're the most graceful bird on the planet. Mm hmm. And, but underneath, but underneath, they're creating a lot of chaos, kicking up a storm. <laughs> and then it's like a really great shot because it pans into the water and it just shows a swan's feet just kicking like a MF. Mm -hmm. and then he turns back to the camera and he goes let's go kick up a storm (laughs) oh john c 
damn. And you see, when he was going with that metaphor, I was like, where is he going with this? Like, what, right. what about swans? Right. Okay, so when he said, you know what's the thing about swans? They look beautiful underneath. I thought he was going to say, but they're shit underneath. <laughs> because I know through the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, oh. who um, Lisa Vanderpump has Vanderpump. a... Well, Lisa Vanderpump has a bunch of swans. And it turns out that they leave shit everywhere. <laughs> so I thought... I thought Dr. Buss was going to make a reference to how they're beautiful and elegant on the outside, mm -hmm. but just nasty on the inside, dumping shit, and the water was just shitty. It's because you're in a constant state of Bravo. Yes, That's I am why. in a place of Bravo at Constantly. all times. So, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's uh, it was a pretty amazing scene, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I didn't know. And when he talked about like the chaos and the turmoil, I thought, all right, you know what? I think we, I think we got a show. Yeah, I think yeah. we got a show. <laughs> I was really, I wasn't, con I wasn't convinced yet that John C. Riley was nailing this role. Mm -hmm. And then that sequence break that happened, and yeah, that was it. What was, what would you say was your favorite first impressions? What was your favorite, like part of the, the show? The episode. Yeah, the episode. Mm, you know what? I think probably how it opened. Okay. Because I went into it expecting one thing, and I usually don't do that. But for I think I was watching the documentary, and I was in a certain place. Mm -hmm. And then I got really what I wasn't expecting. It was, uh, honestly, it was a strong opening. It really set the tone for the first half of the episode because okay. there was no dialogue mm. uh, from the main characters. Obviously, they introduced... The uh, I think his name is Quincy playing the role of Magic Johnson. They like showed mm -hmm. him, like you yeah. said, in a hospital room and it's very somber. Mm -hmm. And there's a gentleman that we still don't know who he is. And he was like his driver. Yeah. But like once they got back to the car, he's like sobbing uncontrollably. Yeah. That's, that's like true. deep for someone who drives you around. OK. And I'm not saying you don't have connections with a driver if you have one. But if you have one. What's up? <laughs> wow, you have a driver? Send us some mail. I need to know more, please. But I'm just saying, clearly this guy has a deep connection with magic, and we don't really know who he is. So mm -hmm. that was already intriguing. Yeah. And then the fact that I was, my head was in turmoil because it wasn't what I was expecting, but it was still really good. Yeah. It set the tone for me uh, in a sense of intrigue Yeah. for the rest of the episode. So the opening already... You were invested. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they hooked me. And I mean. So I would say for me, the scene that got me excited mm -hmm. for this season is a very small scene. Mm -hmm. But it's my favorite things in like editing is there was the there was a scene. We were already like three quarters of the way into the show. Yeah. And basically um, magic gets um, drafted into the Lakers. Right. And Mark West or Mark. Not, no, no, we're not. We're not going to a place with Mark. Jerry West. Yeah. Gets. He's not that much different, though. Emotionally. <laughs> just saying. Jerry, Jerry West. West could be on Love is Blind is what I'm saying. But all right. Yes, that too. Oh, oh no. Uh. So Jerry West is like not having it. So he basically goes, 
Okay, so basically, Jerry West is like so upset that Magic got drafted. Right, he wanted uh, Moncrief. Yes, and then he goes into his office, and then you hear nothing but like quiet, and it's like deafening. And then the next scene is the window crashing because he threw his like statue. Uh, right, so um, this is close to the end, basically. He throws his like statue or whatever trophy. His MVP trophy. His MVP trophy for none of the wins he ever made right. as a Laker. In so, the championships, as a championship. As a champ, yes. Yeah. And so he throws it um, and it's like glass shattered all over the ground. And like you don't hear anything, but you know that he is just riled up, not like so upset. Mm. But then the next scene, which is my favorite part, ah. is the image of a clown. <laughs> and it's a clown liquor store with bus buying liquor yeah, in celebration. And to me, it's like, I just love that, like, quiet dialogue. The it, subtle. Yeah, it's like such, like, of course this person did this because now he's a clown. And, like, how do we show that? We're going to cut a scene to show a clown. And a you immediately clown. A literal clown. And you just immediately make the connection. And I just love that, like, visual way of telling the story mm -hmm. of, like... And you're looking forward to that this season. Yeah, I love seeing how, like, the editing is telling me this person is a clown. Right, Subtly, right, you know. Like, right. if I'm not looking for it, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just love that kind of, like, you don't tell me, like... I'm going to put it together, but also you're, okay. you're also leading me, but you kind of like, let me get to so it. So at least you found it's something my like, that isn't it's my, telling you. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of like yeah, my, yeah. um, my big fat Greek wedding moment <laughs> where the mom and the daughter make the dad think yeah. the wedding is his idea <laughs> because they know how to get. So I love that kind of editing where it's like, I know what you're trying to tell me. But like, let me get there. Mm. Let me find, mm. let me feel the genius of That's like right. my own, like, oh, I, I got it. Did everyone else get it? The journey makes the end always sweeter. You know, mm. so that was that for me. I was like, okay, okay, I'm yeah, in Hopefully it. we'll get a lot more of those. Yeah. I'm confident we will. Yeah, I, I hope so. But I'm, I'm pretty excited. And yeah. actually another good scene after that one was um, when Magic walks into i don't know if that's after after or before but magic walks into the lakers the forum right this yeah the gym and he's it was kind before of, before and he's kind of deciding whether or not he's going to be a laker i think he decided right. him and his dad's pep talk is going to go back to michigan actually like uh i mean march brought up a great scene but to just give more context before she continues leading up to him getting into the gym mm -hmm. he was actually being what he thought was escorted out of the building by Dr. Buss. Yes. And Dr. Buss, what clearly is shown as a strategy, mm -hmm. stops and says, hey, man, I think we're lost. Let me go find someone to help us out. Right. He's like, Magic, just stay there. Stay there. I'll be right back. Right. And where they are happens to be the entrance to the gym. Right. And it has all the Laker greats around them. And now March is talking about the scene. Yeah, so we have, um, you know, um, Magic is talking to Buss, and he's like, um, I think I'm going to leave. Mm -hmm. I want to go back. Yep. And Dr. Buss is like, you know, all right, but why don't we, like, go take a stroll? Right. Why don't we right. just, like, go walk around? And he stares at him for a second, and he's, it's like, 
he's letting it build in there because he knows magic doesn't really want to leave right he can kind of read him and i love people who can like read other people but for like good Mm. you know like you see the potential in him and you need to help him see it right in such a in a time of such turmoil too right like literally during that setting right especially because he just acquired like there's there's so many changes happening in the lakers at this point in time Mm -hmm. and so then they get to the they they get to the form and they're just kind of strolling and then Dr. Bus is like, so I think we're lost. Because see, at that time, I thought for some reason that Magic needed to get to the airport. Mm. So I thought. Oh, that's not, it's not a stretch. Okay. He did tell him, oh, we can get the next flight in the next morning. Okay, okay. That did happen. Okay. You're not I, crazy. I was like, he has to get to the airport. What is Dr. Bus doing? <laughs> like, what is he, what criminality is he doing now? <laughs> and then he's like, and then I just see the genius of him being like i'm gonna leave him here Mm. so that he can see himself as a laker oh yeah he can like see the glory and this and the crowd cheering and seeing like the greatness of seeing like you know after dr bus leaves we see magic walking through the halls Mm. and the locker room seeing jerseys taking it all in and i feel like that was so instrumental to like magic staying and not just not just staying but like not just staying but committing to the lakers completely committing like i felt like magic felt like the 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 lakers really courted him Mm. and like dated him yeah i mean you've watched the documentary that actually is pretty consistent Mm -hmm. so that's why i'm really excited about the way they were acting because even in the doc even in that doc right even in that doc, they were courting him. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously this is a documentary, so they were just using real footage. So it's like, yeah, you court Magic Johnson. You don't mm-hmm. draft and recruit. You, right. You court him. You court him. You show him the glitz, the glam, yeah, the gold. I'm, showtime, baby. And that's that's basketball, though. Yeah. To me, that's that's basketball, and that's what I love so much about the game. It's like, obviously watching like a game, uh, a whole like design, you know. Um, what is that thing called when you're like in war and you like oh like a, a strategy a strategy <laughs> so like seeing the strategy is my favorite part of watching the actual game but mm. I just love the post and the pregame and like the banter it feels the camaraderie yeah it just feels like honest and fun but also like intense oh yeah, yeah you know absolutely. like it's like they can literally like beat each other in the court but like walk off and just be like and I'm really, really excited to see if throughout the show, they show the true dynamic between Magic and Bird. Mm. Because honestly, that doc was really eye-opening. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan now. Like, yeah, ex- I'm a big fan of Magic and Larry Bird, big time. I mean, I, I like that you brought up Bird because I thought Bo Burnham oh. was going to be Larry Bird. That was a thing. And I was losing my mind. We didn't see no board, no Burnham. Because he did not look like Bo whatsoever. And I thought, what prosthetic acting is this? It was like a penguin in the Batman. Yes. You had no idea that's Colin Farrell. Spoiler alert. Not a spoiler. It's in the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm really excited to see if that dynamic 
is portrayed that way because now we know the truth. Yeah. So let's see what creative direction they take. But I just hope, I don't know. It was so, honestly, it was so heartwarming. That doc and their friendship was so heartwarming. Yeah. I would hate to see it ruined. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would be. I think they would probably play true because it's, it's, you know, how do you play Larry Bird? How do you... Probably the easiest role to play. You don't don't say much. That's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> how do you misconstrue Larry Bird's words when the man doesn't speak? Yeah, right. And when he does, it's all truth. Yeah. Straightest shooter I've seen. Also on the basketball court. Bam. So, yeah, I mean... But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very excited for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and what's I was gonna to come. ask. Uh, overall, and I'll probably like watch more documentaries to get mm, other players like perspectives on their right. role in the Lakers during this time period. Because in the preview for the next episode, it did seem like they were gonna continue bringing some attention to Kareem. Because he right. was in this episode also. Mm-hmm. Yes, Kareem. Uh, oh, how could we forget him? I know. So He's, big. Like, it's crazy. And the guy looks like him, talks like him, but, oh, my God. But it's not him. It's not, Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he was just not what I was expecting him to be compared to what he is today. Yeah. And I'm excited for them to explore that some more. Yes. I'm, you know, since we watched that documentary, I feel like we saw... All the faces of Larry, of Larry, all the faces of Magic. We did see all of Larry's also. But to it's see, <laughs> but to see Magic in this angle, in this like glorious mm. behind the scenes, you right, know, right. Um, angle, business angle, player angle, right? Star, from the inside, Hollywood star angle. But from the inside, you know, um, it, I feel like it's gonna be really fun, yeah, and it's I gonna make so basketball too. even more fun. Honestly, and I think it'll make a like a deeper appreciation towards those like uh, teams in general and yeah. the people involved and the references, right? And the references um, because so far so good. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, what do you think if you had to give it a number uh, from episode? one to what? Mm, one to eleven. One to eleven. Yeah. First little, episode. One for... more because uh, we're extra. So. <laughs> One to eleven. That's appropriate. I like that. <laughs> I would say I'm at um, eight point five. Ooh. Yeah. That's solid. Well, you know, you gotta leave Even them some room, some room for growth. You gotta you gotta let them grow. I mean, not that much room. It's pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Uh, but what about um, you? Actually, my number was higher. So. How high? Uh, not much. How high? I mean, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, no, it was a nine. A nine? Out of 11. I thought it was solid, I think. And I'm not sure if my number would have been the same if we hadn't watched that doc, if I'm being honest. I agree. I think that really impacted my experience with the first episode. Yeah. Which... And it was a good, it was a good thing. It yeah. was a great thing. And... uh I'm actually wearing Lakers colors right now. That's, uh, that's true. Well, not really. I'm wearing a yellow shirt. You're also shirt. holding a child, so. I'm also breastfeeding. <laughs> You're basically a Laker. But my microphone is purple. 
And my shirt is yellow. Uh, I can't lie. I've been looking dead <laughs> at her, and I just realized that her microphone is purple. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, I'm pretty satisfied Me with too. what we saw and what's to come. And yeah, I don't have anything else to say to you. Um, I don't think so. I mean, we saw the post episode and the show, I mean, the post episode show, which is hosted by Rick Fox. Mm, the, the, the one who played as a basketball player. Yeah, I mean... As an active player, he looked like an actor playing a basketball player. That is a straight uh, copy from Babe. So mm-hmm. thank you for the Thanks, source. Because <laughs> I totally agree. He yeah. looked like an actor playing basketball that was just really good. No, I legitimately thought he was an actor. And it wasn't until Mike was like, no, he actually played. I'm like, no, what do you mean he actually played? And I played? wonder if people remember his hair. It was nice and curly. Yeah, it was longer. I don't remember it being that much longer. Mm. But well, we're going to have to post a picture. Oh, right. We should. Yeah, I'll find it. And, yeah, and I'll post it on the um, Instagram page. Which is Olabichola. You know the deal. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this recap. Thanks, guys. And we're super excited for we're super excited for waiting time and having you guys go on this journey with us. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to hit us up on our Instagram accounts. Mine is Olavichola, same as the name of the podcast. Yeah, and mine is, it's Antsant, I-T-S, Antsant, you know. And I'll have those on the show notes and hit us up also on Olavichola at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.